Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Beyond the Bikini, we talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be challenging to hit your fitness goals on your own. There is so much out there when it comes to working out, hitting your nutrition, and finding the plan that's right for you and your goals. Now, one thing that can make that a lot easier is hiring a coach and getting support towards your goals. I'm happy to say that I do offer online health and fitness coaching. I have plans that vary from support with training and nutrition and just your nutrition, and I even offer challenges throughout the year. If that sounds like something you're interested in, make sure you check out that description box down below. You can also find more details on my coaching services at NicoleFerrierFitness.com or even on Instagram at NicoleFerrierFitness. All right, now back to the episode. Welcome back guys to another episode of Beyond the Bikini Radio. Today is going to be a solo episode and will probably be a surprising one for some of you guys because I am starting another competition prep. So it has been since August of 2021 since my last bikini competition. I want to emphasize that because last uh, time I prepped, I also did a crossover between bikini and fitness and I... um started the reverse diet process like back in August. So technically when I was competing, um, I think it was end of September, I was already at like 2000 calories a day. So just want to emphasize that. So technically I've been like out of a deficit since August of 2021. And I've been documenting my reverse diet pretty closely on my Instagram. And let me just say this whole reverse diet process has been completely different. Back in 2019, when I did a reverse diet, I had been coming off of doing a show back to back to back to back. So I had competed 2015, 16, 17, 18, and then going into 2019, my body had really hit a wall. I wasn't happy with the conditioning I was bringing to stage. I wasn't happy with how my body was responding. I had dieted extremely hard and was just listening to what my coach was having me do. And it caused my body to have a lot of hormonal dysfunction, specifically estrogen dominance. And then I had some GI issues and it, it was really hard for me, but that really taught me a lesson going into the next time I wanted to compete, which again was 2021. So I took, um, about half of 2019 off the full year of 2020 off. And then 2021, I prepped. And then I decided after that, I'm going to take a substantial amount of time off because I can see throughout these years of competing that the divisions are changing. And a lot of these girls have muscle. Back then, you might have been able to get away with like maybe weight training for like a year and then wanting to do a bikini competition. Now, 
that's probably not going to be the right move for you if you're wanting to do well at these shows. And for me personally, I don't just compete for fun. I also compete to do well. So I knew that I wanted to take the rest of 2021 off and the rest of 2022 off and the full year 23 off. And I have not touched dieting at all. No mini cuts, no fat loss phases, absolutely zero. (laughs) And um, I've been able to really feel good throughout this process. Now, did I gain weight? Absolutely. That's the whole point post-show is to gain weight. I gained about 25 pounds and I feel really healthy when I gain that amount of weight. For me personally, when I start to gain like 30, 35 pounds, then I don't feel too good. But again, it's all about perspective and where you're starting um, your your reverse diet. And for me, I, um, I'm not one of those girls that can maintain 10 pounds above stage weight. That's not healthy for me. I have to gain weight back to a healthy body fat percentage. So I felt really good throughout this whole process. I've been able to work my calories up to as high of um, 2,700 calories. There's even a time where my calories were so high that I was having a very difficult time eating all of my food. And these were all just signs to me that I'm going to be primed and ready for another fat loss phase. And does it make me a little bit nervous? Sure. It it does make me a little bit nervous, but that's just because I know how hard I had to push that 2019 and I never, ever wanted to have to do that again. And I knew that my body in particular might just be one of those bodies that need more time off. You know, you see on social media, a lot of these people competing frequently, specifically pros where they're competing like year after year after year. And it's like, I don't even know how they're functioning because I know from my body that it starts to respond less and less. And if you know anything about my page, you know, specifically that I talk about chronic dieting and metabolic adaptation. And that's honestly what happened to me in 2019 as well is my body had been, um, through the ringer for like four years at that point. And it really started to understand like, Oh, okay. She's going to put me through this again. I'm going to adapt really fast. And my body learned how to survive on very low calories And that's not the goal. You know, the goal with a prep is to be able to eat as much as possible, do as little cardio as possible and feel good. And there are girls that are able to get, you know, stage ready at 15 to 1700 calories. And, you know, for me, (laughs) that would be such a dream if that could happen. But to be honest, I've never really fully put in as much commitment in an off season like I did this time. I really took time. We're talking two and a half years. I really built my calories up. I think a lot of women will limit themselves where they're like, oh, I can't go higher than 2,200 calories. And, you know, I'm being really strict of my tracking. And I think it's absolutely okay to incorporate some more intuitive and flexible based practices. And again, make sure that you're eating as much as you can. So this is like a totally new Nicole going into this competition prep. Now, what are my plans for 2024? My plan, first and foremost, if you guys have been following me on Instagram, is you've probably seen a lot of gymnastics and calisthenics. I am going to be doing a crossover. So a crossover means that you compete in two different divisions within either the same show or within the same season. So for me, 
I will be competing in bikini and then I will also be competing in fitness. Now, will I do those simultaneously in the same show? Probably. I, I would probably do that at a regional show, but I more so am doing this because I really enjoy doing fitness, but then I also like bikini and I know that my musculature is probably more so in the bikini category. However, I know that fitness isn't judged as intensely on the physique like it is in figure. If you don't know anything about the fitness division, I have brought on IFBB fitness pros. Um, one in particular is Whitney Jones. I had her on my show and we talked all about the fitness division and your physique is only about one third of your score where your, your routine is two thirds. So really the routine is where you're going to basically win. And like fitness girls that win the routine round, like nine times out of 10, they're going to win the whole show. So I've, um, been working super hard here on choreography, um, spending hours, hours and hours in a week working on skills, flexibility, and it's been a lot of work, you guys, <laughs> a lot of work balancing the weight training and calisthenics, but I am having a lot of fun with it. And going into this, um, new approach because I'm, I'm like mostly just known as a bikini competitor, which is totally fine if you just compete in bikini, but I have done like 20 bikini shows at this point and have really found this new love for this new division. So I'm going to leave it up to the judges. They're going to tell me where they want me to be, where I have the talent. And I really want to listen to that feedback and kind of follow my heart, even though I know that sounds <laughs> kind of cheesy. Um, crossovers can be great for any of you guys who are like kind of on the fence on what division do I fit in or what, what kind of style of training do I enjoy? I know a lot of like bikini girls, they want to do wellness because they really love training legs and they like the look of that. And I think it's totally fine to, um, work on becoming a crossover athlete and, or, you know, just trying to find where your heart is its happiest and where your body is going to thrive the most. This is like a lot of like figure girls as well that feel like they can't keep up with the standard um, of muscularity. They might, you know, want to size down to bikini, which is fine as well. So that's, what's great about bodybuilding is there's so many different divisions that you can find which one works best for you. So again, my goal is to do that crossover and then qualify for a national level show. And I really want to make sure that one, my physique is going to fit the part. And then two, try to decide which um, division I want to move forward with the national level show. So that's going to be difficult. And again, that's all up into the, uh, all up in the air until we see how I perform. Now, I know a lot of you have seen these last few years, me talking about diet history and how we need to be taking time away from dieting. And some of you might be thinking, Nicole, like, how are you going to jump into a fat loss phase when you talk so much about balance and not dieting all the time? Let me emphasize again. <laughs> I have not dieted for two and a half years. I know many of you have like the longest span that you've not spent dieting is like three months. So I'm talking to you. <laughs> I'm not talking about someone that takes you know, a year off from dieting and they're ready for another cut. Like that's a totally different story. And this is where fitness is so nuanced, where that message isn't like concrete, like 
stop dieting. Like I've never been that person. I am all for <clears throat> fat loss phases, but we got to make sure that we are doing fat loss phases for the right reasons and that we've earned our right to diet. So what do I mean by earning, earning your right to diet? It means having a wonderful relationship with food and your body. I have a great relationship with food, in my body. Personally, I love my body here. I feel happy here. If I um, gain weight post-show, totally fine with that. I'm supposed to do that. Like I'm bulletproof there. Um, really good relationship in terms of exercise and structure. I've been, been on a program. I've been really focused with that as well. You have calories to cut from. Uh, yes, <laughs> I'm kind of sick of eating. So for that's going to vary person to person. But again, if you're like sick of pushing food, food is getting annoying. It feels like a job and you felt like that for like months on end. That's a great sign that you're ready for a fat loss phase. And then I think the last one is just having a good goal. You know, what's the goal that you have here? And is it coming from a good place? And, you know, I never compete for validation. I don't compete for social media. Um, I compete because, you know, I'm an athlete and I grew up as a gymnast. I've always loved that outlet. I've always loved um, having a sport, having a hobby. And honestly, like show day is such a wonderful time for me. Like some of the best memories I have is from show days and getting all dolled up. It, it feels great, but not just that process, just knowing that I push through a really hard feat and yeah, I, I learn a lot about myself throughout this process. So I will be documenting my journey on Instagram. I'll probably also strive to document on TikTok, which if you guys aren't following me, you can follow me at Nicole Ferrier Fitness on e either one of those platforms. And I want to show you guys that bodybuilding can be done in a more balanced fashion. Again, I'm coming off of even like a hybrid approach in my off season where I had four days on of tracking, tracking macros, I should say, and three mindful eating days. And I will be utilizing macros <clears throat> during this fat loss phase. And again, I want to show you guys that competing can be fun and as long as you're doing the aftercare, as long as you are staying really committed in your off season, or if you've never competed before, as long as you're doing the work beforehand, like before you ever prep, this can be a, like a really fun experience. And this is the best position I've ever, ever start started a prep in both mentally and physically. Now, is that going to take away from my messaging around having a good relationship with food um, building calories up, reverse dieting, taking time away from dieting. Absolutely not. I definitely still want to share that on my page because I can't emphasize enough how many people are dieting way too much. But as a social media consumer, you need to recognize that someone else's journey might not be the right route for you right now. For example, if you see your friend do, do a like bikini competition, or if you see someone in a fat loss phase, that does not mean you need to be doing that either. <laughs> we need to start looking in the mirror and looking at what's going to be right for ourselves. And that's going to help us decide on one, what type of content to look at. But two, when, whenever we're comparing, nothing positive comes from that. So you can be happy for someone in their journey and realize that you two are on different journeys. Even for me, like, you know, when I saw some people stepping on stage, like, I wasn't mad at them. I wasn't upset. It's just 
they're in a different phase in their fitness journey and that's okay. And like those same people that just competed, they're in their off season, like probably next year. And that's fine. You know, there's a time and a place and there's that, that like constant rotation. So don't feel like, oh my gosh, like pity party. I want to be in a fat loss phase. Cool. If you want to be in a fat loss phase, prove it to yourself that you deserve to be earn that right to be in a fat loss phase. And you have to do the healing first. So many of you are struggling really bad with your body image and with your, your relationship with food and exercise and all of these cracks in the foundation of your fitness needs help. So you got to work on those things first before you can ever decide to, you know, do a prep. And, um, just know that although I think fat loss is great, getting ready for a bodybuilding competition is not the same as doing a lifestyle cut. If you're a lifestyle client or a lifestyle person, you have no intentions to compete. That's awesome. Please stop comparing to bodybuilders. <laughs> Please stop doing it. It is not helpful for you. Um, that would be like me looking at a different sport. Let's say like a basketball player, right? And being like, ah, their vertical jump is so good. My vertical jump sucks. Yeah, it sucks, Nicole, because you're not a basketball player and you've never trained like one. So we need to recognize that bodybuilding is a sport and it is not meant for the everyday person to compare themselves to it. Just because you have a body, just because you like nutrition doesn't mean that you're a bodybuilding athlete. Okay. I do feel like you can bodybuild without stepping on stage, you know, by building muscle and changing your body composition 100%. But again, if you're not stepping on stage, you do not need to get that lean as a competitor because you can try to do it in a healthy way, but those last couple of weeks leading up to a show day will start to become pretty unhealthy. But again, I'm hoping that I can change that narrative with this prep, but, we'll, but we will see. I mean, I did all the work beforehand. <laughs> all we can hope is that the body will be responsive. Um, so I'm excited. I'm nervous. I, um, I care a lot which I think also pours into those emotions. And I know that the sport is just fun for some people, but I do take it very seriously. And maybe that's something I need to be a little bit more relaxed about. <laughs> but um, for anyone that is, you know, concerned again about my content, maybe shifting again, I am here to help support you in whatever phase that you're in. If you're not you know, a competitor, that's totally fine. If you're not in a fat loss phase, that's totally fine. I work with all types of clients. I see it all. I see people in different phases in their fitness journey. And this is just one phase of my fitness journey. Um, I will walk the walk. I will show you guys after this show prep that I will reverse diet and get myself back up to a healthier body fat percentage and show that you can maintain that. You know, I don't know what my goals are going to be at the end of the year. We can't be, you know, fortune tellers. I don't have a magic ball in front of me on how I'm going to feel or how this season is going to go. But all I can do is take it week by week and um, let, you know, my, my intuition guide me, but also just do what I feel like is, is right for me as well. So I hope that you guys are excited and, um, I probably won't be sharing too much about like the macros I'm consuming 
during my competition prep. I, I do sometimes when I'm reverse dieting or I'm in a building phase, just to like show women that you can eat like more than 1500 calories. But I do find when I'm dieting, um, again, comparison, comparison can happen with people and that can be very toxic. So I'm probably going to be a little careful about talking about my macros or talking about my cardio protocols. And it's more so, so people don't compare or, or just like, I guess judge. I don't know. I just want this platform to be educational throughout the whole process and to show you more importantly, that this stuff takes time. <laughs> I'm not going to get stage lean in a month. Like this is probably going to be like five to six months of just show prep. So for, for any of you that think this happens overnight, it doesn't, it takes like months on end. And again, the body that you'll see revealed during this whole fat loss process, during this whole prep process is the result of the work that I put in in 2021, 2022, and 2023. Not just that, y'all. I just reached a decade in the fitness space, more specifically like weight training. So I've been in it for a while. Now, some of you might be like, oh, Nicole, you should be more muscular. Well, you know, that's why I share about chronic dieting and not eating enough and not taking enough time away because, hey, that was me. And when you're always doing that, you're not going to be building a whole lot of muscle in the first place. So again, I'm changing the story for myself. I really went all in in this process and I'm excited to see what this year will bring. So again, if any of you guys are interested, you can follow me at Nicole Fairy Fitness on my Instagram or my TikTok. Unfortunately, Beyond the Bikini does not have a Instagram page. I don't know, maybe this year I'll do that, but for now, it will just be documented on my personal page and I hope that you guys have fun and enjoy the journey with me. Hey guys, if you're finding Beyond the Bikini helpful, you might also like my Instagram and my TikTok. I'm your host, Nicole Ferrier, and you can find me at Nicole Ferrier Fitness on Instagram and TikTok. There, I drop more fitness tips where I cover similar topics as I do here on Beyond the Bikini. Make sure you check them out in the description down below.